welcome to the Living With Purpose podcast. I'm your host, Simone Denny, and I'm here to share with you how to live your purpose, how to be more intentional in life, and how to get the results you desire while enjoying the journey along the way. I coach people around the world on how to find and express their unique blueprint in the world. Join me and my special guests for inspiring stories, practical wisdom, and life reminders for a more fulfilling and joyful life. Hello and welcome to today's episode. I'm so delighted to have you here. Today, I'm going to dive in and talk about our shutdown rituals. So something we often think about is our morning rituals, how we start the day. There is a lot of talk about how we set our intention and how we start the day sets the day. I'm a big believer in this too, and I love my morning rituals, but I'm also quite fascinated about these end of something rituals, what I call the completion energy of something. It might be the end of day ritual, but it can also be end of week, month, quarter, and year. And I think these are really, really an important aspect of our work is how do we bookend our days? How do we start it and how do we finish it? So I'm really excited to share a bit about some of the kind of end of season, end of day rituals that I do and that I really promote and hopefully you can bring them into your life as well. So the reason that I'm feeling inspired about sharing this is that last night we had a beautiful big full moon and if you know me, you know that I really love working with the cycles of the moon and I love using it as a moment of reflection. So it's a beautiful visual reminder if it's a clear night that there is a beginning and the end of something when we have a full moon or a new moon it's a moment to stop and reflect and think where am I in my life right now and the full moon is always the time that we look at what is it that we want to let go of so if you're thinking I'm getting a little bit spiritual here I am because I am a unique blend of left brain, right brain. I am masculine and feminine. I am spiritual and high performing. So this is kind of how my brain works. I love the moon as my spiritual ritual for thinking about myself and my work and looking at what in the last moon cycle went really well. And what is it that I want to release? A full moon is all about releasing. What do I want to let go of that maybe wasn't serving me? So that in itself is a completion energy, a shutdown ritual of the month that we can use the moon to do that. So as we move through today, I want to talk about different shutdown rituals. I want to talk about how we move into completion energy. And I'm going to jump a little bit from our personal end of day rituals to our monthly ones, to our yearly ones. And hopefully you can stay with me. But before we do, I really want to you to think about why is it important for us to have a completion of something, a, sh- a shutdown ritual? Because Often what's happening is that we're not marking these occasions. We're not marking the end of the day. We're not marking the end of a week or a month or even a year. And life just kind of becomes this one long continuous event where we're not necessarily checking in on where are we right now, what's working, what can we celebrate, and how can we do better in the day to come. So some of the reasons that we want to do a shutdown ritual for the end of day, I think we'll start with that, is end of day, whether it's work, 
or whether it's going to sleep at night and ending your day, we want to create shutdown rituals because they close our open loops. And you might have heard me talk about this before. This is the Zyganic effect where our brain will always gravitate to things that are unfinished. So we have all of these tabs open in our mind or things on our to-do list that we haven't quite got to. We haven't even written it on a list. And our brain in the background is searching for those open loops. So it's not actually resting. It's not problem solving. It's not doing what it needs to do. It's scanning for those open loops. So the one reason that we really want to have these shutdown rituals is that we want to close open loops so that we can have more focus, so that we can actually be more productive. And that's another reason that we want to do an end of day ritual is it really does help productivity. I've just been recording a series on productivity. And when we can actually organize our day, review our day and go through our list of things to do, we get to be more focused and we get to know what is the priorities and what are we working on next. Another reason that we want to have a shutdown ritual is because we want to create more balance, work-life balance. And I know this is a topic that is talked about so often, how do we have more work-life balance? And to be honest, the way that we live in this world right now is really challenging because we have these phones in our pockets or these devices that mean that we are feeling like we are always on and it's very hard to have that shutdown ritual. But I'm going to talk about how we can have that shutdown ritual and how important it is to set a boundary between work time, home time, even if you are working from home, we want to have a ritual that differentiates between the two so that your brain and body can say, now I'm in home time, I'm in relaxed time, I can switch off. So in turn, having a shutdown ritual can really help us to reduce stress because our brain isn't always thinking about what could happen or what did happen. It's actually becoming more present in the moment because we've actually closed things out. So those are a few of the ideas of things that you can think about when you're closing out your day and why to do that. So another good reason to do a shutdown ritual, especially for you personally, is that it helps you to sleep. And this is one thing that we have an epidemic of people who are struggling with sleep or have insomnia. So we really want to work on your shutdown ritual for improving sleep, which in turn improves your productivity, improves your happiness and your well-being. So we, when we also do a shutdown ritual for ourselves at the end of the day, it can be a really nice mindful practice that is making a vote for our own self-care. There's some really beautiful practices that we can prioritize that we can make time for that can help us with our shutdown ritual. So those are some of the reasons why hopefully you're going to consider a shutdown ritual. Let's just start with your daily ritual and then we'll move on to some of the longer rituals like monthly and yearly. A daily ritual, you really want to be closing the end of your work day in an intentional way. Some of us just finish whatever the task we're on and we just walk off. We keep our computer open. Sometimes it's at home and we just think, oh, I'll just pop back and finish that thing. And oh, I've got all these emails. I, everything is open. They're like all these tabs open in my brain and on my computer. And we haven't really closed out for the day. And if we look at the work of 
Carl Newport, who wrote the book Deep Work. He's very, very particular about having a shutdown ritual for our work. So I want you to think about how do you close out your workday if you are working? And some of the things that he talks about is to actually set a time that you are going to finish. So have an end time. And sometimes if you work for yourself, I know that can kind of stretch into the evening, but having a dedicated end time is really important for us to have that clear boundary between work and home. He talks about reviewing your tasks. So having a look at what's still on my to-do list, what things are not completed, and what can I carry over to the next day? So actually in your ritual, reviewing your tasks you've done, and then going what can carry over. And what that does, it helps you to capture those open loops, to look at what's unresolved, what's unfinished, to actually write it down, capture it in whatever system you use, whether that's in your calendar or in a physical book. But you're writing those things down so that once they're written down, they're not open loops for your brain. And then you can spend some time prioritizing what do your tasks look like for the day, the next day. And that can really set you up for productivity. He also talks about actually physically closing your workspace. I recommend actually unplugging your computer and putting it away, especially if you're working at home, but having that space between work and home so that you're not tempted to get back onto your computer and go down one of the many rabbit holes rabbit holes that are there. He also recommends like a symbolic action so that you actually say, and now I am done, or I am closing off, or I'm turning out the lights so that we have this mantra maybe that says I am finished for the day and your brain can switch into being into the next phase of your day which might be relaxation and rest the brain so needs this for its recovery and its repair and its problem solving as well what I also really recommend doing is reviewing your tasks and going what was a win for the day as you know I'm a really big fan on celebrating your wins so making sure that that comes into your day what was a win that you had for the day and just writing that down as you do your shutdown ritual for work that is a little overview of what we can do for work and now I want to switch into what are some of the shutdown rituals you can do at the end of the day when you're preparing to go to sleep for the day because if you've had children and even if you've not you might have looked after some One thing that you do when you have a new baby, you have a really clear shutdown ritual. Well, some people do. I I remember I was quite specific on the shutdown ritual for our family when it came to, to putting the baby to bed. And we would, you know, do the evening bath and then we would do the feed and then we'd have the lights down low and maybe we would sing or read a story or something like that. So it was this ritual that we did to wind down the nervous system to really help the baby come into their body or toddler come into the body. It was tuning all the stimulation down. And we need to do something similar for ourselves as adults. We kind of forget that and we go from working really hard or engaged or watching something really stimulating on Netflix or on our phone. And then we say, okay, go to sleep. And that's when our brain starts to overthink or we wake up in the night. So as you're closing out your day, just thinking what would be some beautiful end of day rituals that I could do to help me wind down for the day. And that might be that you take a bath 
just like you know that that is very relaxing for the body or a shower you would hopefully not have your phones in your room for that last hour of the day so that you're not being stimulated and having that blue light coming in you might decide to journal or to read a book to start to get your mind to relax So just as I'm saying this, just thinking, what are some really nourishing things that would help me at the end of my day that would make me feel like I'm kind of winding down and letting my brain come into rest? So any kind of mindful activity where you're bringing yourself into your body can be really, really lovely. Mindful breathing, uh, just even an evening walk in nature, just taking the sounds and can really help to clear the mind and tap into your inner space, just lighting a candle, bringing you into that present moment. It could be gentle yoga and stretching, again, a beautiful way to come into the body, just going out and looking at the night sky and stepping into the feeling of awe, which is such a beautiful emotion to tap into, helps our positivity and helps us be really in that mindful moment. Even a cup of tea that you sip mindfully at the end of the day. These are all beautiful little shutdown rituals that you can create that is a completion of the energy of the day. Even now, as you're listening to this, just thinking, What could be my little series of events that I do? Maybe I'm habit stacking them on something I already do in the evening. Maybe it's just something really, really short that I do for 10 minutes that helps my brain switch into wind down and sleep mode. So that's the daily ritual when we are talking about end of day, end of work and end of day. We also have other rituals that I recommend. I mean, I could talk all day (laughs) about all the different ways that we can end something, this completion energy. So another one is the end of week. So what is your Friday ritual? Do you have an end of work week ritual that completes out the week where you can look at what were those big tasks that I did this week? What are the the focus that I did? What was on my list of things to do? Review through that list, look at what you did achieve, celebrate your wins, make sure that you do go, wow, actually I did achieve a lot. Because if we skip this step, we just move into the next week. It's very unfulfilling. We don't feel as motivated, but when we stop and recognize what we have achieved rather than the have nots, we want to celebrate those wins. One of my other recordings on the podcast is about celebrating your wins. And this is very, very important for us in terms of productivity, motivation, and just general joy. So closing, having a Friday ritual where you do plan to have maybe 15 or 20 minutes at the end of the week, where you look through your list of things to do, you look at your achievements. It's also a great time to measure where am I at in terms of some of my goals or some of the things that I'm moving towards and how can I be better in the week ahead. So we know that high achievers always spend time actually reviewing where they are, what they've done and where they want to be for the week ahead and doing that planning and prioritization. So have a Monday morning, prepare for the week, but also a Friday review and overview and a a celebrate of the wins. So the next one that you can jump into is an end of month. And as I said, I love to use the moon as part of this because it's a very ritualistic time to 
tap into that. But if you're looking at more from a work perspective, the end of month can be a really nice time that you do things like check your numbers, check in on your goals and some of the visions that you're moving towards and asking yourself, am I in momentum to that? You can also do it at the end of 90 days, just reviewing and setting yourself up for the next month. So that's another little reminder when it is that coming to the last day of the month, ask yourself, have I done my end of month check-in? Obviously, I work on 90-day plans as well. That can be another opportunity to do this. For yourself personally, as I said, the end of month is a really nice reflection time to journal, to gather with friends like I did last night, just talking about what is it that, you know, what, what, are, what are we taking away from this month? What do we need to talk about? What's coming up for us? That's a lovely moment and time to just have that check in each month. And then we can also work to the ritual, the completion ritual of the year. And if you have worked with me, you know that I do a full elaborate end of year review at the end of every year. And I'll probably do this again. So if you are listening to this in the podcast and you're not on my newsletter, make sure that you are head over to simondenny.me. And I will be sharing more about the end of year ritual where we really stop and reflect over the whole year and look at our lessons learned, look at what was challenging, look what was positive, look what was a win, so that we're completing the energy of the year. Because if we don't do that, we just take in all of the energy and the shortcomings and the challenges, and we just bring them into a new year. If we step back and actually look and reflect on what has been in this year that's passed and how can I do better and what do I want to do more of that was working we get to be more intentional and we get to start the new year with what I call a blank slate so all of us want to rush into resolutions into vision and into goals but we have to do the completion energy we have to do the shutdown ritual to make sure that this is you know, that we are ending on the right place and planning with the knowledge and experience of the year that has been bringing that into our next step into our new year. So watch this space. I will be sharing more on that end of year ritual, which is just such an important way of keeping on top of reviewing your life. So I hope in this session that I have shared with you a few ideas of how to set up some shutdown rituals, whether it's in your personal life or in your work life. It's such an important topic that many of us overlook, but has a really, really powerful way to help us improve our performance, to increase balance, to reduce stress, to actually let our brain have the rest and downtime it needs to be a high performer. And as well, it just can help us to be more mindful and in the moment and feeling that joy for life, which is what this is all about. And of course, living with purpose, which is my great love of life. So let me know if you have any comments or if you are bringing in a shutdown ritual in some aspect of your life, I would love to hear. Have a beautiful rest of your day. 